Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. Hey, Lethal listeners. Tig here. Last season on Lethal Lit, you might remember I came to Hollow Falls on a mission clearing my Aunt Beth's name, and making sure justice was finally served. But I hadn't counted on a rash of new murderers tearing apart the town. My mission put myself and my friends in danger. Though it wasn't all bad. I'm gonna be real with you, Tig. I like you. But now, all signs point to a new serial killer in Hollow Falls. If this game is just starting, you better believe I'm gonna win. I'm Tig Torres, and this is Lethal Lit. Catch up on season one of the hit murder mystery podcast, Lethal Lit, a Tig Torres mystery, out now. And then tune in for all new thrills in season two, dropping weekly starting February 9th. Subscribe now to never miss an episode. Listen to Lethal Lit on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, hello. Hey, I don't know if you heard, but my podcast, Checking In, has been nominated for the NAACP Image Award in the category of Outstanding Lifestyle and Self-Help Podcast. I'm grateful for the nomination. I, I almost didn't even do a podcast because I was just wondering, there are thousands of podcasts out there and why is my voice needed? But a nomination from the NAACP lets me know that um, I made the right choice. And I encourage you to do, don't worry if there are thousands of something out that you want to do. No, nobody has your sauce. So listen, you can still vote. Go to vote.naacpimageawards.net. You have until February 5th, um, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And please listen to my podcast. We're a part of the Black Effect Podcast Network on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for checking in. An Instagrammer has been charged with selling fraudulent COVID-19 vaccination cards. Two teens on TikTok proved their high school dress code is, in fact, very sexist. And as the month gets off to a shaky start, we've got the book cleanse you need to get through September. It's September 1st, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Shyla Watson. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. So I'm going to be real with you all. I'm in a mood today. (laughs) Shyla, are you in a mood? I'm very much in a mood. Uh, So the first half of today's episode is heavy and rage inducing, but sometimes we just have to be fueled by the anger. As many of you probably know by now, a six-week abortion ban took effect in Texas this morning after the Supreme Court failed to stop it. Medical emergencies are exempt, but pregnancies resulting from rape or incest are not. Private citizens are being called upon to enforce the ban. If they suspect a violation, they can sue to stop abortion providers from operating and demand the provider pay them a $10,000 monetary award. 
The Supreme Court justices can still rule on the law, but the fact that it was allowed to go into effect in the first place marks a huge shift in U.S. abortion rights. You know, it goes without saying that this is incredibly upsetting and will have harmful effects on women and others in need or want of an abortion. You know, something that struck me about that is I feel as though an unwanted pregnancy is a medical emergency. It is. It's it's your it's your health care. So I just feel like that's stupid. Um, and this is really scary because it's it's so unprecedented that, you know, I think you said, but just like, where is this going to lead? You know, like this is no just- nowhere good unless Democrats step up and stop with the non-bipartisan bullshit. <laughs> OK, so moving on to even more upsetting news. Instagrammer Jasmine Clifford, who goes by anti-vax mama, has been charged with selling fraudulent COVID-19 vaccination cards. Why? She first started advertising the cards, which went for $200 a piece on her now defunct account back in May. She also worked with a New York medical clinic employee to enter a handful of people into the New York State Immunization Information System database for an extra $250 each. Clifford managed to sell about 250 of the fake cards before her operation was shut down. Don't you love when people will just like pay money instead of just doing something they could easily do? Don't you just... Don't you just love that, Shyla? Just- Everyone is wrong in this scenario. Everyone that took part in that is wrong, except for the people that charged her. That is the one good thing. And it, we should be very clear. She is definitely not the only person doing this. There are many people online that are doing this. So much so that you can actually turn these people in to the government. Like there's now a website where you can do that. <laughs> Yeah. And like, I have a friend who was out this weekend and like someone came up to him and was like trying to sell them in person and was like bragging about doing it. It's like, this is so shameful. And again, scary, scary. The numbers are increasing. This is a pandemic. Legitimately, just go get vaccinated. Vaccinations aren't new. Everything is bad today. (laughs) Everything's bad. And I've got one more bad story for you, Shyla. Oh, no. (laughs) It's going to make you want to get under your covers in the fetal position. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so two teens on TikTok set out to prove that their high school dress code is sexist, and they very much succeeded. Drew Jarding and Kenzie Crimmins decided to wear nearly identical outfits to school on the same day to see if a boy would be punished for breaking the same dress code rules girls are punished for. Kenzie wore a crop top and leggings, and Drew wore a similar crop top and shorts that fell above his knees, which is against one of the rules, and so is crop tops. You can't show your stomach. Despite both being seen by numerous teachers, by the end of the day, only Kenzie was written up for, quote, showing her stomach. (laughs) I hate this! Yes, just groan, Shyla. Just (sighs) groan. You know, I I wore a uniform up until like high school. But when I was in high school, I was dress coded all the time. And like, (laughs) oh no, Shyla. Yes. And I mean, luckily or not luckily, I lived on my campus. I went to boarding school. So I had to hike up this hill to change constantly. But this is just really annoying because it is such a double standard. And I don't really understand what the purpose of dress codes is. Like in my mind, it's like, okay, you know, school is like kids jobs and you have to like look semi-professional, but like it's also school and you're a teenager. Like I I just don't understand what the actual purpose of a dress code is and why they're not making it consistent for both, like for all genders. We, we, we know the answers to both of them and it's sexism. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) uh... I hate it here. (laughs) 
This is not okay. the way I want to start September 1st. Like, I don't want this to be the start of the month, Casey. I know, because this is sad, because Shyla, I bet she could tell me without even looking up. How many days till Christmas? I think 115. I think 115. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Okay, I knew you would know. And I'm so sorry that this is how we're starting your time to shine. But... But we are going to cleanse your palate and everyone else's palate with your favorite thing, books. Yay, 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 yay. (laughs) (laughs) A silver lining. So we're about to enter one of the busiest months in the publishing world, and the upcoming September 2021 book releases rollout is no exception. From fiction to romance and everything in between, BuzzFeed's Kirby Beaton joins us now with the books that you need to be reading this month. Hi, Kirby. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hi, thanks for having me on. So I am so excited to talk about books. It is the first of the month. It's September. Now, that means that it's almost fall and that it's our favorite season. Like as readers, fall is our favorite. Can you just like explain to everyone why fall is like reader season? Oh my God. Yeah, it is truly the epitome of reader season. I think all people who love books, they just want to be cozy. They want to be, they want to have an excuse to sit at home and read their book all day in the comfort of their couch, of their bed, wherever it might be. And I, I feel like cold, gloomy weather just, it just gives us every reason to cancel plans and stay home and read, which is all we ever want. <laughs> yes. It's what I'm going to do as soon as this podcast is over. <laughs> okay. But okay. So now that it is fall, almost, almost, we've got a couple of weeks. How do you think the actual books themselves are going to sort of shift? Like, I know people were reading a lot of like summer beach reads. So what are sort of like the books of fall, do you think? Yeah, no, I I feel like everyone was kind of trying to read fun, beachy, light books because they wanted it to feel like hot girl summer, even though it didn't actually feel like hot girl (laughs) summer. Very much, Um, yes. Yeah. So I think, I think a lot of us were kind of trying to escape through books uh, over the last few months, but I think as we sort of turn into fall, I think um, the books everyone will be reading will kind of become more buzzy, a bit more, um, you know, meaty things that people can really sink their teeth into. I think, you know, books that really promote discussion. I feel like book clubs are going to really come back and everyone's going to be wanting to read sort of the new, the new hot stuff that they can, uh, talk about on Twitter. Okay. So, you know, one, one of those hot books is actually one that was self-published in 2018, and that is called Black Girls Must Die Exhausted. And, you know, its author Jane Allen was eventually offered a four book deal by Harper Collins, which is no small feat in the publishing world. What is so compelling about this story? Yeah, I think it's, it's so impressive. And I think it just shows that people are really excited for this book, myself included. You know, I think, Black authors are finally sort of getting their turn to tell their stories. And I think that's one of the reasons why people are so excited for this. It follows a lot of the literary fiction tropes we've seen from, you know, white authors before this of the main character finding out something devastating about her life, having to sort of deal with the consequences of that. You know, the things that we as normal humans, not book characters, go through in our daily lives. But I think we're finally getting sort of a fresh new perspective on that. And we're allowing other people to really see themselves in the book. And I think people are just, they're so happy to see something new and something, you know, within literary fiction, something new and exciting and fresh and from a fresh new voice. And I think there's a reason why this author was self-published and is now getting republished by a major publisher. And 
I think it's just because people are, they're hungry for these stories. And I think this is going to be one of those ones that's really big this fall. So staying with fiction for a moment, I want to talk about Colson Whitehead. You know, I read his book, The Underground Railroad, and then he got his second Pulitzer Prize for fiction for The Nickel Boys. And now his latest, Harlem Shuffle, is coming out. It seems like an interesting mix of crime fiction and historical fiction. Do you think that this is actually going to be something his fans enjoy? It's a little bit different than his other stuff. Yeah, I think it's something that people weren't expecting from him. You know, I think after winning so many awards and, you know, having such critical acclaim, uh, a lot of eyes were on him and what he was going to do next. And and I kind of like that he, he's trying something new with a little bit of crime fiction. And I think it's going to be really exciting and still doing what he does best, which is historical fiction. That's, you know, really exposing those dark, painful parts of America. And I think fans are still going to get those elements, but it's just sort of packaged in a different way. Um, I think the crime fiction part is really going to keep new readers on their toes. It's going to really excite them and they're going to want to keep reading. But at the same time, I think, I think there's definitely parts of it that are going to keep people who are fans of his and his previous books, they're they're going to be happy with what they're reading. You know, and as someone who is new to Colson Whitehead, I mean, I will say if we're talking about historical fiction, we're also talking about crime in America. So it makes sense that those are yes. linked together, right? <laughs> that is a very good point. Yeah, I think it's just going to be, I think it's going to, it's going to be great. I think it's going to be something really different, but really unexpected in a great way. All right, we'll be right back. We've got more with BuzzFeed's Kirby Beaton after the break. Fit. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Thursday, February 10th, kick off Super Bowl 56 weekend with host Keegan-Michael Key. Find out who will be named the AP Most Valuable Player, delivered by Pizza Hut, the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year, presented by Nationwide, and more. Plus, the Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2022, delivered with Uber Eats, will be revealed. NFL Honors, presented by Invisalign, Thursday, February 10th at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, on ABC, NFL Network, and ESPN+. All times live except in the Pacific Time Zone. What's up, what's up? This is Robin Dixon, co-host of Reasonably Shady, which has just been nominated for an NAACP Image Award in the Outstanding Arts and Entertainment Podcast category. This is so big for Giselle and I. And of course, we must thank all of our fantastic listeners. But we need your help. Visit vote.naacpimageawards.net to vote for Reasonably Shady. That's vote.naacpimageawards.net. But don't wait. Voting closes on February 5th at 9 p.m. Eastern. And make sure to listen to Reasonably Shady every single Monday on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Welcome back. We're talking with BuzzFeed's Kirby Beaton about the books that will help you make it through the end of September. So, you know, again, in trying to escape the reality that is our current world, 
maybe a good fantasy is in order right about now. And, you know, Iron Widow caught BuzzFeed's eye in particular. It's been called Pacific Rim meets The Handmaid's Tale, which makes us already immediately intrigued. But can you tell us a little bit of what the book is about? Yeah, I'm so excited for this one. And I really think it's going to be huge. I think it's going to get a lot of buzz as the month goes on. So this is basically a really deeply feminist fantasy, and it takes inspiration from real historical figures in Chinese history, which already just that sentence alone got me. And I was like already adding it to my TBR list. But basically it's set in a world where male pilots can sacrifice essentially female ones in this war against aliens. And then one female pilot comes along and basically has the power to do the exact opposite. And then using that immense strength, she plans to just upend the entire misogynistic system from the inside. It's queer, it's feminist, it's Sounds so exciting. Um, I think it's everything, you know, we can really want in a fantasy right now. And I'm just, I'm seriously so excited to read this one. I cannot wait. That one sounds really good. It kind of reminds me of like the power, but then like aliens. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, that's a really good way to put it. (laughs) And now I'm just sitting over here as our like film and TV editor. And I'm talking to like two books editors and I'm like, oh, can't wait to watch the movie. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, fair enough. I think this one would make a really great no, movie. No, it does. You're, you're saying it to me and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm already sold. I could see this one being sold and, and being turned into something like ASAP. But yeah. okay, so that is like the perfect segue to my next thing. So I want to talk about Leanne Moriarty. She is the New York Times bestselling author of things like Big Little Lies, which was made into a very successful, very good TV show, although we did not need that second season. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> And her latest book, Apples Never Falls, sticks with what she's great at. It's a family drama, but it also mixes in some mystery. So can you tell us a little bit more about what this book is? And do you think that this could be adapted and be our next binge-worthy TV show? Yeah, I mean, I think fall is really the perfect time for a good mystery. Um, There's just something about gloomy weather that just makes you want to curl up. Uh, Mysteries are the kind of book that you can just sit there and read in one sitting, which Again, fall, that's all we want. We just want yes. to stay inside and read. <laughs> I'm so happy for the both of you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like my you. little pumpkin candle, my weighted blanket. <laughs> exactly. And honestly, I think, you know, this is going to be one of the big mysteries um, of this month. It, it's exciting without being scary. I'm not a big scary thriller type person. I like the mystery element, but I don't want to be scared. And I think this one does a really great job of kind of towing that line and really just playing to Moriarty's strengths, you know, Big Little Lies, um, even Nine Perfect Strangers, which, you know, is also now a on Hulu. You know, the characters are sort of where she really shines and they almost feel too real. It's too relatable. Sometimes the drama that she's putting in there. And I think this one is even more relatable than her previous novels because it is about family and that family drama and family tension that, you know, a lot of us, I think, can relate to in some way. But, you know, the tension just really simmers below the surface and the the twist is never really what you expect it to be. But it's definitely one that you're going to want to just sit and read until you finish it because you have to know what's going to happen. I might save this one for a Thanksgiving read. I feel like timing it with the family drama of it all. (laughs) (laughs) Smart. (laughs) Leave your drama, enter someone else's. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so Kirby, I am saving the best for last, a.k.a. Shyla's favorite genre. Yes. I'm doing this just for her. Let's talk romance novels. <laughs> 
Let's of course. Do it. You know, there are a lot of options on the table, but we really want to get into Allie Hazelwood for one because she's such a unicorn. She basically writes rom-com novels about women in STEM and academia. And, you know, on BuzzFeed's like the top of our list is The Love Hypothesis. And it's basically the romance novel to read this fall. You know, why is a fake relationship between scientists what we all need right now? Yes, I have been seeing this book everywhere. I think people are just so excited for it and it's going to be a huge one. I mean, speaking about movie and TV show deals, I could also definitely oh God, see this please. one. <laughs> yeah, Shiloh's like, I'm already ready. She's written the script. <laughs> She's ready. I'm casted in my head, yes. <laughs> well, I think people are so excited about this one. I think you know, A, to your point, it is set in the STEM world, which I think is just so unique, especially for a romance novel. It's really refreshing. But also, this actually originated as Star Wars fan fiction. And I think that's something that, you know, is it's not only just a funny story, but I think is also just, it's captivating. I think a lot of people who don't read romance sort of write off fan fiction as, you know, something silly or something that just lives on the internet. But I think fan fiction is a world where people can really let loose and write amazing things without worrying about getting a novel published. So I think to see a fan fiction story actually get published means we're going to get something really creative and really real. And I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, there you go. That's just one more reason to read this. I personally have not seen the movies, but I'm still really excited to read this book regardless. So it's for everyone. I haven't seen the movies, but I did read this book this week. First, I just want to say I am always so impressed when authors can A, just write a book, but also she is an actual neuroscience. Like she has a PhD in neuroscience. Like she is a real scientist and that makes the book so much more authentic. But like, how do you do both? I don't know. It's not fair. People should not be so multi-talented. <laughs> um, and this book has my one of my favorite tropes. It's like grumpy sunshine. So you've got the guy who's like, I hate everyone but you. And you've got a girl who literally just wants to drink sugar constantly. And, and then they, they, like every, like it's so good. They have to pretend to be in a relationship and it's so pure and I really can't wait for everyone to read it. I just like, I want to reread it in like my little sweater and just like be cozy. <laughs> yeah. It just seems like a hug in a book, which I mean, I don't know about you, but that's what I really need right now. I feel like we all could use a nice big hug at the moment. So, you know, to me reading this, I think we'll just, it'll just feel like that. A nice, nice little wholesome cuddle of a book. Oh, yeah. I love it. I'm feeling this vibe now. <laughs> all right. Well, Kirby, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. That's it for today. Thank God. <laughs> Come back and join us tomorrow. And remember, everything is terrible, but books aren't. Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed, coming to you daily. Hey, Randy, what you doing? Oh, hey, Dave. I'm just making a list of things that make me feel really, really good. Wearing Bombas socks. Trust me, that's number one on my list. Bombas socks feel so good because we use the smartest design and best materials, making them the most comfortable socks ever. Plus, because socks are the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters, we donate a pair for every pair purchased, and that feels pretty good, too. To shop Bombas or learn more about how your purchase supports those experiencing homelessness, go to bombas.com slash comfy and get 20% off your first purchase. 
For my small bookstore to thrive, I can't just sell books. So I created a radio ad at iHeartAdBuilder.com to tell everyone about our author events, our story hours for kids, and our amazing lattes. Now we're busier than ever. I'd call that a success story. A custom radio ad from iHeartAdBuilder is the fast, affordable way to drive customers to your business. Put the power of radio to work for you. Get started now at iHeartAdBuilder.com. Thursday, February 10th. Kick off Super Bowl 56 weekend with host Keegan-Michael Key. Find out who will be named the AP Most Valuable Player. Delivered by Pizza Hut, the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year. Presented by Nationwide and more. Plus, the Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2022 delivered with Uber Eats will be revealed. NFL Honors, presented by Invisalign. Thursday, February 10th at 9 Eastern, 8 Central on ABC, NFL Network, and ESPN+. All times live except in the Pacific Time Zone.